Life admin. Yep, it even sounds boring. No wonder it goes on the long finger. But when you do get round to it, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. You really never know if there's a better option unless you look into it. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, get in touch and find out about switching your mortgage to us. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. You smell something? Put that cookie down! Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm Chancellor. We're filmmakers, we're fans, and we're finally ending this alliteration thing because I'm sick of Googling verbs that start <laughs> with F. We're on our one-year anniversary, Woo-hoo. which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it went really fast. It did, says. it did. Yeah. I remember being like, let's make an, a podcast and, yeah. and, and coming up with the idea and then you know, our first our episode. Story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Got uh, bitten by a radioactive podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can man. spew uh, XLR cables out of our wrists and yeah. swing from. It's honestly really convenient because as a sound person, I like doing sound. It's really convenient to have these XLRs. Need to buy your own gear. Yeah, you're yeah, fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought we'd do a little, a little more of a casual, less topic-based episode to kind of. Uh, not eclipse. I was at one point considering eclipse episode, but then doing and then like a a clip com- show, right? communitying <laughs> and recording clips that didn't exist. I was really hoping we were going to do that for our one year. Yeah. I'm glad we all had the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as always, we start and we're going to have a very special version of this in just a bit. But mm-hmm. we start by asking, "What have you been watching?" And Chance, what have you been watching? Well, uh, so I've you know still. Right in recovery so i've been watching quite a bit um first off i didn't know we were including video games in this for last Neither episode did I. That was yeah a where the fuck was that? so week. i've been playing <laughs> tomb raider and rise of the tomb raider i've owned them since rise better of the than tomb the movies Ra- yeah the movie? i'd say it is I, I well the first one is uh, the first the first game i really liked uh the 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 movie the whole like realism thing isn't really in the game like the game kind of like builds up to like we're a halfway point you definitely know that there's weird shit going on and there's no question about it. Um, but I, I really like the first one, but the second one, it brings in this whole open world thing that completely ruins all the urgency of the story. There were so many moments where it was like, Oh, your best friend's about to die. And I was like, yeah, but I just got these super cool arrows that let me do this thing. So I'm going to go do that thing. Don't worry about it. It's gone for two hours, came back. My friend's still alive. So why were you being so urgent? Video game. <laughs> anyway, this isn't a video game podcast. So um, I watched a, a movie on Stan <laughs> called Bleeding Steel. It's a Jackie Chan film, uh, Hong Kong, based in Australia. Now, the reason this is the one I mentioned last episode, and I was going to bring it up this episode, because I'm going to tell you the plot synopsis that I read before watching the movie, and then I'm going to show you the poster, which is why I watched the movie. Okay. So a special forces agent is assigned to protect a scientist and protect his daughter from a sinister gang. Sounds pretty, you know, standard Hong Kong stuff. Now that's the poster. What do you think, Josh? Oh, it looks like a future movie. That looks like the- uh, Science fiction. uh, It looks looks like like a Mission Impossible thing. Yeah. Looks like there's an alien ship in the background. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, what the fuck? 
fuck is going on in this place? Yeah, it, no, it turns it, out the plot synopsis didn't decide to mention the fact that it's a future. They're bioroids, the sinister gang, which is just fucking cyborgs. So just Skyline use the word free. cyborg. Yeah. Cyborg <laughs> already exists. You don't have to be like bioroid. No, it doesn't um, be fresh and different. No. It's yeah. very interesting because I've watched quite a lot of old Hong Kong cinema, but I've watched a lot of new Bollywood cinema mm. and seeing a new Hong Kong film, it's very similar to Bo- Bollywood, surprisingly. Not in the way that there's like uh, a lot of musical, musical numbers, numbers and stuff. Mm. It's the the style of comedy and how the comedy plays with the action. Cause that's very much looks like a, one of the more serious Jackie Chan films, but it is not. It's also based in Australia. That, that thing that he's on right there. This is great. It's the oh, Q1 yeah. building? Sorry? It's the Q1 building? No, look no at it's the a bridge si- in the background. Yeah. yeah it's the Sydney. Sydney opera house. Yeah. Uh, he like uh, uh, falls down. The did Sydney they film opera it house. in Australia? Yeah. It was, oh. it was all shot in Sydney. Uh, the main villain chick is Australian, even though she's meant to be in America for, for half the film. Oh, sorry, meant to be in Hong Kong for half the film. Um, it was a fun movie. I would not say it is good, but definitely very fun. You should both watch it. Jackie Chan. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, I watched the first episode of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I'm I really like it. I keep getting interrupted. But. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the style. I, I love. L- I love the anamorphic cinematography. Yeah, it looks absolutely. like a movie. It looks yeah, like a fucking movie. It's very cinematic. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the se- season, but I feel like it is a very dark and heavy show, which is something I don't usually like. But just the witchcraft. I love the whole witchcraft, fact that yeah, it's full on satanic, full on satanic witchcraft. witchcraft. The whole thing is that Sabrina has to choose baptism. between becoming, you know, Satan's mistress or uh, immortal and fucking awesome. Yeah. So to lighten the tone a bit, I watched Morning Glory. Ah, yeah. Uh, which is I really love fun. that movie. I love that movie. It, I saw it was like really great. In cinemas. I have a problem with it, which is just, it's something I'll bring up in another podcast, but uh, it was really funny because I watched it right after binging all of great news. And it was really evident to me that they were done on the exact same set. <laughs> it was like, as soon as she entered the news building and I was like, oh shit, that's, that's great news. And now they're in Chuck's office and now they're in what's his face's office. Oh my God. Um, yeah, really fun. I really love Harrison Ford in it. Uh, it was the first time I've really liked Harrison Ford. A frittata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I really want to make a frittata now. And I also watched uh, Christmas Vacation which is the oh, yes. original Chevy Chase one. You I, started your Christmas viewing already in November? Uh, it was on Stan and they don't have the original vacation, which I wanted to watch so I can compare it with the remake. Um, oh, yes. yeah. Watching this one, it's not bad. Uh, I think it's aged better than I remember vacation being. Yeah. Uh, I think this is could still be considered a classic, uh, whereas vacation I don't think could be. Um, but yeah, Chevy Chase, uh, John Hughes. Hey. <laughs> Josh, what have oh, you been watching? <laughs> Thank you, Chancellor. Um, I've been watching, uh, did a lot of Halloween viewing. So I watched uh, Hocus Pocus. Nice. For Halloween. And then I've been watching uh, Saw 1, 2, and 3. I did a rewatch of Saw 1, the, the, the sequels, because I was like, I'm interested. Why'd you bother? With yeah, the I, was, I was interested. Curiosity was on Netflix. I, I was like that like, you yeah. stopped at 3. Yeah, well, the only one's available, plus I didn't want to go on. I'm like, Halloween's over. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched them all on, like, well, I watched Saw 1 on the 30th and then the two on Halloween. Nice. And yeah, they're all right. They'd star your person from Becca, Shawnee Smith. Hell yeah. Like, there you go. I, yeah, every time I watch Saw, I'm like, Becca, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it, Becca himself is enough. Yes. Oh, man, I'd watch that. I still yeah. think number yeah, one's the best. And number one's like a thriller. It's not even a horror. It's like a yeah, crime it's thriller. Not, it's, it's not body violent. horror it's not, either. It's, it's a detective not, story. It's, it's not 
it's not torture porn. Yeah. Um, you know, the goriest part, the most blood is when they flash back to what's her face digging the key out of the guy and they don't actually show her digging the key out. It's her hands covered in blood as she brings up. Yeah. She's up the intestines. And the, the, that movie focuses on reactions to such a great degree yeah. that all of the sequels never did. No, oh, they no. even like two just drop off into like absurdity. Yeah. Like, I still remember, I think it was the, the moment I finally decided this is a bad series was, I think it was in the fifth movie. I saw it in cinemas. It took you five. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> look, I'm slow. I was young. Uh, a guy's pushing up against the wall that's closing in on him and it it breaks his arm and it just does an extreme close-up of the bone breaking out of his arm. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is bad filmmaking. This is a bad film. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Granted, like, that happens at the end of the movie. Even the biggest movie to realize like, piece it. of the film is like him sawing off his own foot. Like you just cut and to it's Adam's reactions. reactions. Yeah. It's reactions. And then you like go to like saw free and it's like a full on like, that showed the trap twisting. Oh, that showed a trap. Uh, the one the that got page. me is where he's got like the chains dug into his face, which I couldn't actually you figure know out what, how too? they did that physically. Like mm-hmm. just you know what? Too in story though, that doesn't make sense either because mm-hmm. he literally can't escape from that. It just yeah. doesn't. It- but isn't that the plot of it? Is that Amanda oh, yeah. make, makes unescapable, yeah. inesca- inescapable traps? Inescapable. Yeah. And then he's like, you fucked up, Amanda. You're really being tested for this whole movie. Like as opposed <laughs> to her testing other people and. That got into the big weird twists that don't make any sense. Yeah, and I, keep I still doing think the fourth is the twist that doesn't make sense because the fifth movie, entire fifth movie, is just gone. Oh, look, uh, the fourth one makes sense because of all of this. <laughs> it's like, no, you can't. You can't make a whole movie explaining why the last movie wasn't bullshit. Come on, it's every yeah. sequel in the franchise. It's like, <laughs> yeah, come on. So yeah, that's me. What have you been watching? Uh, I watched a movie called Sinister. Oh yeah, nice. Which oh, yes. every, well, oh. uh, everyone hyped this movie up as being a really cool horror. It was sort of the one that kicked off Blumhouse's horror. Yeah, but this was the one that was written by Robert Cargill, right? Yes, yeah. this is yep. correct and directed by Scott Derrickson, mm-hmm. starring Ethan Hawke and some other people. When you, when you tweeted that picture, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and where, where Ethan Hawke is literally dressed exactly like Scott Derrickson. <laughs> Yeah, it's, awesome. it's insane, it like and him. apparently, like that was supposedly Ethan Hawke's decision to do that. But he, because Scott Derrickson, like, this is my personal movie; it's about my personal life. Uh, I had a Twitter spat with Scott Derrickson, so I don't, I don't Ooh. talk to him anymore. Um, no, but uh, I wanted did he to block like, you. Did he block you like Edgar Wright? No, blocked I blocked me? him. Oh, um, oh, that's uh, a power. I, move. I, I was disappointed that this movie didn't quite. I really appreciate. Look, it uses shadows and. And light, really interesting. There's a lot of natural lighting for a horror movie, which is kind of unheard of. Mm. But there's some dodgy CGI. It's like well, I remember 20 minutes text. of a nagging wife. Mm. Just mm. she's like, you. it's the nagging wife getting in the way of the husband's genius creativity. And it's painful to watch because it's the, there's no riffing. There's no, the performance isn't even that good. It's very to what it was mm. written as opposed to something like Claire Foy in First Man where she kind of transcends the the concerned wife role at home. Whereas this is just a nagging wife being performed as naggingly as possible. Yeah. And I just, it bugged the fuck out of me. I didn't care about the characters. I didn't care about the end of it. I was really disappointed because everyone hyped this one up as being really good and really creepy. And I was neither scared nor creepy. Like the, the villain photo bombs, the footage at one point is like, you know, the head comes down, like, you know, those ads where the person would pop up. It's like yeah. a car driving across yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. that. And I was just like, that's your big scare. Like it just really bugged me. That shit me. was scary back in 2000, man. Yeah, well. I mean, it wasn't scary when the movie came out in what, 2009 movie, or whatever. 2013 or 11. Oh, geez, really? It's a really recent movie when you consider everything. 
I just, uh, I was, I, was, I own it on Blu-ray because I bought it on a whim and I'm kind of really regretting it. Mm. Uh, I remember like, it's like the home video stuff and like, yeah, the lighting and like, I haven't watched it since it came out. Probably. Yeah. I just yeah. remember that Robert Cargill was yeah, like Robert my Cargill favorite did. critic. So yeah. Um, I, I've been watching American Horror Story season one because I only Ooh. watched season three and then half a season four and then quit. I'm watching season one because I want to watch Apocalypse where they cross over season one and season three, mainly because I want to see the witches again but I need to watch yeah. season one. So I'm watching season one. I'm liking it a lot. I, I really kind of loathe how it's like, there's like 57 different camera angles and they just edit it to buggery. But I actually really like the story. I'm really kind of getting into, it's about something. The first one's about infidelity and family and, mm. and that, and, and they're all about something really key, which I really appreciate. Although I have to say like watching Murder House, watching Murder House and watching at the same time, um, The Haunting of Hill House, like Hill House is like, infinitely more genius i'm one episode of finishing that i've been savoring that like i was saying on the podcast when i was talking about it like that show is possibly one of the best tv shows ever made the haunting of hill house and i've been savoring i watch one episode and i give it a day to think through it because i actually really want to savor it as opposed to binging Mm. and i'm finding a lot more value in it as remembering it and thinking about it rather than binging where you kind of do it all in one go, you forget most of the plot details. And then if they do a season two, it's such a long wait. Yeah. I think that's why Game of Thrones stays in the consciousness because it's a week to week as opposed to uh, that. And uh, Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj or Hassan Minaj as it's meant to be pronounced as so I'm told, uh, which is sort of Netflix's newest attempt at a political talk comedy show Mm. and because they've tried with Chelsea Handler and it didn't go so great. They tried with Michelle Wolf and it went even worse. And they're trying with Simon Minaj. I think this is their best take on it. It's a very kinetic show. It's a short half hour thing. It works. I don't know if people are going to grab onto it, but uh, we'll have to see. But, oh, and and sorry, one more thing. I watched a short film called Thunder Road. Yes, I watched that like a couple years ago. It's fucking great because I heard it turned into a feature and all that kind of stuff and I was interested. I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks really interesting. One South by Southwest, all this kind of stuff. I'm still waiting for it to come out. So I went and watched the short film Mm -hmm. and it's a fucking great short film and it's very unique and very well made both behind the camera and in front of it. The actor also wrote and directed it. A guy from College Humor and it's all done in one take. It's a 12 minute short film, but it's not like a, it's not using the one take for like, Oh look, we're traveling everywhere. doing something cool. It just, it works. So slow. It really works as a performance piece. It's really worth watching. I'll put the link in the show notes. It makes me super keen to see the feature film, which yeah, is supposed remember, to be really high I watching rated. that on Short of the Week. It's so good. Yeah, it's really uh, great. One of the best short films I've seen in a very fucking long plus time. Plus, it, it's all centered around Bruce Springsteen, and I love it. But anyway, we're going to do something really special because we'll have our reporter on the floor at Supernova this week, Joshua Green. I'm going Um, there now. (laughs) We're going. uh, We're going to ask you, the audience, what have you been watching? Because we're really interested. We always talk every week about what we've been watching, and we thought we'd give you guys a chance to uh, talk about what you've been watching. So we'll have some questions. We'll maybe ask some of our family and stuff, record some stuff, and we'll put that in there. Following right after this, so. We're going to ask you, what have you been watching? Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Pitch Rangers. I am Josh here at Supernova, right on the show floor today. And I'm here to ask three very important questions, which all contain to the movies, like our podcast. Um, the questions are, what is your favorite movie you've been watching recently? What is your favorite TV show you've been watching or are currently watching recently? And what are you most anticipating next year? So I'll be out on the show floor interviewing any random guest or fan today, but maybe it will be some familiar faces as well. 
<laughs> so I'm Jam from Podcast Nine and Three Quarters, where my sister Ria and I talk about Harry Potter and try and answer all the unanswered questions of the series. So check that out if you're interested. So what is your favorite movie you've been watching recently? Um, there's probably three. One I saw in cinemas was Bad Times the El Royale, which was really good. Um, and then my two other favorites are Legally Blonde and Love Actually that I watched recently. What about TV shows? Making Murderer. <laughs> I just watched, yeah, we watched that together. I watched um, season two recently and yes, on the edge of my seat the whole time. And what are you most looking forward to next year? I don't know if it's next year. Widows, though? I'm really, yeah, really looking forward to that. Love Gillian Flynn, love Viola Davis, so. My name's Olivia. And what did you cosplaying as? Uraka from My Hero Academia. Very cool. And what's your favourite movie you've watched recently? <laughs> I literally don't know. Probably the My Hero Academia movie, because that's like the last one I've seen. And any TV shows at all? Uh, de- def- definitely The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything you're looking forward to next year? Uh, definitely Game of Thrones. Okay, I'm so keen for Game of Thrones. It's final like season. final season. I'm so going to cry. My name's Neil, Neil Noble. That's what I asked. What's your favourite movie you watched recently? Uh, Drive. Awesome, that's pretty cool. What about TV shows? I watched season one of Atlanta last week. That was all right. Anything you're looking forward to next year? Game of Thrones, maybe. I'm Luke. And I'm Aaliyah. What are you two cosplayers today? I'm cosplaying as Marshall Lee. And I'm Marceline. Very cool. And may I ask, um, what is your favourite movie uh, you've watched recently? Oh, I'd have to say The Greatest Showman. Yeah. What do you like about I love musicals, so that's just my thing. Oh, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Both musicals, that's awesome. Um, and what about TV shows? Have any of you watched recently or currently watching? I'd say Here Academia is pretty up there. But there's a huge list, can't really pick one, so... I'm technically the opposite. I've been watching FBI recently, because... Yeah. Um, anything you're looking forward to next year? Whether it be te- television or movies? Oh, next year, I'd have no clue. Clean slate. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Jed. And for our audience, what are you cosplaying us today? I am Jack Goodman from American Werewolf in London. I really dig the question, that's why I picked you. I'm like, I need to speak to you about that. Like, I love it. Um, so what is your favourite movie you watched like recently? One of my favourites, I guess, was um, The Exorcist. Oh, awesome. Oh, classic, classic horror. Did you watch it for Halloween or like October at all? It's a, it's a movie that's always kind of the, disturbed me a bit and I kind of wanted to get over my fear of that. So I've watched uh, both cuts since then. I've watched the director's cut and I've watched the theatrical as well, so. What about television? Anything you've watched recently or currently watching that you're really enjoying? Ash vs. the Evil Dead. i got the third series of that that I'm looking forward to watching. Daredevil Season 3, yeah. Awesome. And what are you most looking forward to next year? Probably the follow-up to Infinity War, probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm Kevin. And Sam. Um, what are you cosplaying as for the audience today? I'm cosplaying as Mr. Negative from Spider-Man. And a post-apocalyptic arrow. <laughs> awesome, very cool. Um, I just have to ask, what's your favourite movie you watched recently? we say Venom? Venom was... We really, really liked Venom. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was absolutely hilarious, and the action was awesome. Um, any television shows you've watched recently or are you enjoying? I'm currently watching Westworld, and that show has absolutely blown me away. It's just... It's so brutal, and it just... It raises so many questions about, like, you know, like, consciousness and stuff like that. Yeah. Nah, that's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything you're looking forward to next year? So movies, television shows... Um, John Wick 2. Oh no, was it 3? John Wick 3? Yeah, 3. It Chapter 2 and 
I guess if they release another Marvel movie, we're looking forward to that as well. Yeah. I think Spider-Man's coming out next year as well, like Far From Home. Oh, yeah, so, Home. Yeah. So. May I please have your name? Oh, Alexander Tom. What is your favourite movie you watched recently? Oh, what I watched recently would probably be Infinity War, but my favourite movie in general would be The Imitation Game. Has there only been any television shows that you're watching or currently watching that you really liked as well? I actually liked the Marvel's Netflix series. Like, I actually didn't mind Iron Fist. I didn't, wasn't a big fan of Luke Cage, but Daredevil was pretty much the best one in the Netflix series. Have you watched all season three yet? Yeah, I watched that, and I also watched Castlevania. Big fan of that one as well. Um, and what are you most looking forward to next year in terms of movies or television? Oh, well, I want to see the Avengers finish off. So we've got, like, you know, you're getting Steve Rogers saying that he's going to finish it off and all that. But actually, anything in general that's kind of nerdy in that, because I don't shy off potential new films like Sony and all that. I know they're going their own direction, but it's their own direction. So I'm excited for that. And even um, DC, because I'm a big DC fan. So can I just please have your name? Caitlin. And what's your favorite movie you watched recently? Oh, that's a really hard one. I literally watched Thor Ragnarok last night. So, I mean, that's the recent. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's a good answer. Uh, what about television? Anything you're watching currently? Vampire Diaries. Had to rewatch that one again. Is it your favourite? Like one of the TV shows? No, my favourite TV series would have to be Stargate. I'm a big Stargate nerd. That's awesome. I used to watch SG1 as well, like back in the day. Oh, wow. Um, anything you're looking forward to uh, coming out next year like in terms of movies, television? I'm um, definitely looking forward to the Avengers and seeing what they have in store for part two. I'm keen as well. well that's it. Thank you very much. And we're back. That was some very informative opinions from all you guys and some of our old guests. Yeah. So thank you for talking to me. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for interacting <laughs> with us. Uh, if, if our audience wants to like sort of do more in the upcoming year's worth of episodes, yeah. it'd be really cool to have some more interaction. Absolutely. Send through. We might we might do call outs and ask you to sort of like a call in to so just record on your phone and send us the file yeah. or something like do, that. I'd love to do more Facebook live stream like reviews. Like that's Yeah, yeah. That was a really awesome. fun, interesting sort of yeah. change up. But um, I thought we'd do a little bit more of a casual chit chat about us because we don't yeah. we talk about movies we don't talk about us very often we are the rangers themselves <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure we don't have the personalities do we? I think <laughs> we just are we movies just, our personalities are just forged <laughs> in the cinema. vacuum uh, so what about what about you guys? Like, so I, I thought our own because we're all filmmakers and fans, and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and we're figuring out finishing. what to say. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, yeah. I'm wondering what we should do for the next year. I'm thinking we change up the intro and everything like that. Not like fully change it up, but change. You the said no alliteration, so that's no alliteration, no alliteration, because we'll that is to, difficult. We'll have to figure something out. Ooh. But so, so what own, we're saying is next year a lot lazier. Shane is going to take a note from my book and just not do any. Not study. do any homework. Uh, yeah. But our own film projects, how are all our own film projects going? Where are you guys at? Josh, you're in post-production. Yeah, doing sound design on my short film that I made back in May. It's going pretty well. I'm pretty. Did you shoot back in May? You didn't shoot back in May. It wasn't May. Oh, yeah. Dear God, how fast has this year gone? It's but then also really very long because someone pointed out like, Black Panther came out this February. year. Yeah, That's that how long mind. this year has been. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh shit. I yeah. feel like half the, like the year, so much of the year is going so fast, but so much of it is going so slow. It's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. I actually got, because like, it's like, you shot pizza last year as well. Yeah. And then when it came to the year anniversary, I'm like, it's already the year anniversary of you shooting that? I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Like right now I'm like, getting like stuff about L plates. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. that was two years ago. Oh, Jesus. Oh my God, L plates. Uh, but how's, how's, how's post coming along? Yeah, really great. Yeah, I'm really happy. Um, Got a great sound designer. So are you getting awesome. sent like cuts and things or like, like sorry. Are you going to name edits, drop your yeah. great sound designer? Uh, Richard Lawton. Uh, Richard Richie. Lawton. Yeah. Richie Law. <laughs> Richie. 
Good, good old Richie Law. Rich. He is the law. He is the law. That's what they say. Turn. He's a ton of law. That's what he is. This is what happens when we go off book. This yeah, is what no, happens right. when we go oh, off book. <laughs> um, are, you, are you writing? Oh, well, well, no, that'll be the next point. What about Chancellor? What about you? Yeah, you go, Chancellor. Uh, well, I've, I've written quite a few shorts this year. I haven't yeah. done any long form stuff. I've only, uh, like, I don't know if I ever mentioned on the podcast before my black exploitation film I wanted to. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't that think you've mentioned it on the podcast. But we, yeah. Well, well, it was during yeah. um, Pizza Deliverance auditions. Yep. An actor came in called Andrew Ravana. I don't know if he's listening, but. I, I know uh, he wasn't what I wanted for the project, but everything his, in his audition blew me the fuck away. Literally, he yeah. kicked me at one point. It was great. In the <laughs> chest. And I was like, I need this man in my life. So like, as soon as he left, I started Bye, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I started like uh, figuring out an idea to make a black exploitation uh, feature film. I wanted to make it a, a yeah. feature film that, you know, I could shoot on weekends, something like how Peter Jackson did his first feature film where they just shot on weekends over five years. I didn't want to do it over five years, no. but you know, I've got a competent enough camera. I could just do week by week, thing, but I would have a set script that I would, uh, that I would have. Um, the main thing that put me off doing it was I felt like when Lieutenant Jangles came out, I was mm -hmm. like, this is kind of what I wanted to do anyway. Yeah, of course. So it kind of put me off, but recently I've kind of been getting back into it. I really want to do it. I don't know. You watch Black Klansman and you're like, oh, I love you it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got in contact with uh, Katie Bell, who we should really have on the podcast yes. for Black Exploitation yeah, yeah. in particular, because she's this small little white girl who happens to fucking love Black Exploitation. <laughs> Conversations at her house can get uncomfortable. I need to, I need to watch, because I've got like next to no reference for black exploitation, so I need to watch a bunch before we do an episode on it. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, we'll, go we'll all go to Katie's house and watch them. She's got plenty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I sent her the idea and she was like, I fucking love it. I want to yeah. be part of it. And I'm like, I'm sending you it because I want you to help me write it. I was like, are you going to, put her in black face. No, I'm not going to put her in blackface. <laughs> that would just be... The ooh. blackface is the one thing that I okay, don't want to do. Okay, Megan Kelly, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I will just, you know, because I think it's funny, uh, pitch it to the audience here and we'll see what sort of reaction we get. I, this is the, the one idea I had pretty much like three weeks afterwards and I stuck to this idea. I was a little hesitant on it because I'm like, mm. that's fucking dark. But then I told it to you, Shane. I told it to a few other people and they're like, no, you have to do that. That's hilarious. So uh, it was the idea that the main bad guy in the story. I still don't know what his motivation is or anything. Does he I need one? It's exploitation. That's true. Mm -hmm. uh, the main bad guy uh, is uh, so, oh, sorry. I forgot to mention what the black exploitation film is called. It's called Karate Cop 3, Putting a Chop to Crime. It's the sequel to the Unknowns. Yeah, exactly. It's a sequel yep. to the two great uh, 70s flicks that yeah. will be in, that there will be clips from the other movies that I will shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I specifically want someone else to direct and shoot yep. in their own time yep. without me. So it's completely different to the rest of the movie. Um, but yeah, he uh, had to black... A black belt in karate because taekwondo is for pussies that is a real quote from the audition from andrew and i was like fuck yes yeah. um so he uh so the main bad guy he's also a martial artist and he's developed a kick that is so fast that it travels through time that's right yep. so if he kicks you now two weeks ago you'd be walking down the street and be like oh my spleen <laughs> <laughs> um and it's going to be revealed that like at the end of the last movie Karate Cop got these kicks happened to him and he was like, what just happened? I don't know. We got to find out. Um, so the whole thing is he can kick so fast that it travels back in time. Yeah. So to, to defeat the bad guy, Karate Cop learns how to do that kick 
and he kicks the bad guy so fast on the top of the head that it retroactively causes an abortion. <laughs> to that's when right. he was yeah, born. that's that's oh it. My I remember. God. That. Yeah. <laughs> that is, and, I've heard that since oh. last year. That's great. yeah, yeah. Oh. So. I was very like, it's like the hesitant. butterfly effect. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's insane. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's why I'm sticking with it. I, I was like very oh. hesitant at first, but I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> Judging from Zane's reaction, the producer's hiding behind it. his face. <laughs> uh, yeah. That being said, the other shorts I've written, uh, most of them have been comedies. Uh, I've yeah. still got like one comedy action, a comedy heist film. Um, Fuck, I need to write the other. Well, like <laughs> once I finish my one, I'm I'm hardcore yeah, yeah, gonna smack down and do some writing. Um, I, I've had troubles with getting a few shorts off the ground throughout the year. There was specifically one that I was making called Tinder Sucks. Um, yeah. We did a table read uh, with a few people to get some feedback on it, and at the same time, I had another script that everyone far preferred. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll make that one." It's not an action film. It's a lot easier. Let's do it. Uh, we kind of left things too late to get the ball rolling on that one, though. Uh, and the locations didn't go through. So I was like, that's fine. I'll push that one back a year. And it so happens that I have another short film script that's a lot easier. It's two fucking, lo it's one location, two actors, and it's a short kind of romantic drama thing. Um, and I'm going ahead with that. I'll be shooting that within uh, probably when this episode releases, I'll be shooting it, probably honestly. Right. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm shooting it very soon because it's got to be done by G uh, January 4th. Yes. For right. Tropfest. Uh, Shane, what about your? Well, because you've been working on this film all I year. Have, yeah. well, all, like I wrote it, and then I didn't really kick into production until about like halfway through, and then I'm like, oh, okay, let me do it. And in trying to get a location, I'm literally as of the recording a week away from the shoot. Yep, yep, that's right. So that's gonna be fun. I just had a rehearsal yesterday. Is it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday on Thursday. Mm. It was a long, long week, uh, and I'm excited. I'm shooting in black and white. It's like a black and white scribble comedy, and I'm kind of. I'm having difficulties finding my feet, getting the tone because I want to match the old school tone, but I don't want it to just be like an old timing. It's really hard kind of finding that uh, tone, especially with the actors. Cause yeah. I realized the other day, I'm like the, all the references I'm giving them are those old movies. And I thought, well, maybe I should, cause a couple of them were kind of trying to figure out what I wanted. And I realized maybe I should give them some more modern versions. of that. So I sent like easy a and Gilmore girls. Yeah. Cause that's sort of the, the yeah, spin off of those screwball where yeah. it, the, everything's a little heightened reality rather mm. than a grounded reality. Cause a lot of actors are told like, don't do that thing. And they have it like drilled into them not to do that over the top thing. And so I'm working against that. <laughs> See, I was always taught like, if you go over the top, you can pull back. Yeah. The problem is if you but aren't going under. to the level you need yeah. to be, you can't push it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's an, it's an interesting blend, but I'm, I'm having fun. I've sort of plotted it out. I checked all my shots could work in the apartment and it is and nice. nice. I, I'm awesome. doing that this Thursday for my location. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and I've been really helped out by this app called shot designer, which we're oh, not getting sponsored yes. by them, but I've literally like been able to plot do the kind of plotting that I would have to do by hand on Red Curtain Hill as we ran. And now I can kind of just do it as is. And it's absolutely it's amazing. Work. Can we yeah. get in contact with those guys and try and get sponsorship? <laughs> because legitimately yeah. I've, I've used the app before. I don't have the paid version because I'm a cheapskate. You have the paid version. I have I the paid version. And it was, you like, it was like, like $30 yeah. Yeah. for yeah. me. Um, and that lets you save scenes and, and load things. And awesome. I have like really... Uh, elaborate classic style blocking yeah. kind of thing. So and you can make PDFs out of them, can't you? Yeah, yeah you can print PDFs for your camera so crew and stuff like that. But I'm just going to be bringing it on set because it literally, and I've got a shot, I made a shot list from that. Nice. Um, yeah. I've had to add a couple of shots in that I figured out on the rehearsal. So yep. 
it's all exciting, exciting times. I'm giving myself a week to finish that one in post. So that's it. <laughs> Ambitious, but also it's not that difficult to film. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially because I shoot, I shoot t- to edit. I don't, I don't really cover myself. Which, which is the lucky thing about directors like you and me. We know we are editors. We know how we want it edited. And I don't know if I'm an ed- like an editor. Edit. I say that I've edited both of you guys. Yeah, you're sitting in front of. <laughs> but. But like, um, I I just do it because I don't I don't I don't like figuring it out later. I feel like you should figure it out when Absolutely. you're shooting it. Yeah. And yeah. there's this whole the movie is made in the edit, and I really hate that mentality. Mm. It does you do shoot yourself in the foot more yeah. than more uh, like a fair few times if you're shooting the way I shoot. Yeah, because on the scenes that you can't save, you can't save it. Like in the 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 sideways the 90 degree tilt in Red yeah. Curtain Hill, I really kind of shot myself in the foot because it runs too long and I can't cut it out i have to let it go i have to kind of leave it as a flaw in the movie it might work jump cuts and that whole thing yeah but i I, I literally never wanted to remove it from real time it was really important to the movie and a couple of everyone was like can't you just do that kind of i'm like no it just was important to the movie that it all takes place in real time and then never ever jumps out of that um and i can't even articulate why it just felt like that was how that movie had to be um, I considered that. I considered jump cuts, but it just mm. it it broke that feeling, and so I'd rather have them feel a bit queasy, a bit. So I feel like if you did jump cuts, but still, but if you had that effect, kind of like mask it, so like it doesn't look like the uh, the overlaying effect is jump cutting, but it looks like the actual footage is jump cutting. It's it really can feel hard like to do it that. <laughs> reader who's like going through that jumpy thing rather than the audience going through the jumpy thing. Yeah, um, but that seems... Drugs. <laughs> drugs, <laughs> yes, yes. But um, and so what about future plans? I know you've kind of talked a little bit about mm. it. Josh, what is your future plans? Uh, as of right now, like I kind of <laughs> got inspired by... you doing a lot of writing, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, like a lot of more less script writing, more poetry stuff. Like, like that's like a little avenue I have explored very briefly back in high school and I'm kind of like... Just doing little bits of verses here and now. I have like like notes on my phone, and I'm like in a situation. I'll be like, mm, I'm gonna write about this. Um, been actually watching rewatching Saw like like Liam one now. I'm like, I'm inspired to write something again like, as well. Like yeah, a that's great. Yeah, it's just because I love Liam one now, and he's awesome. And otherwise, I am planning to study another diploma in like, creative Ooh. and professional writing because nice. very nice. Um, in, in addition to directing. Uh, films I want to direct theater as well, so I want yes. to nice. do both avenues. Very good. I love just performances and writing. And I've always been I know a guy who, who who directs theater. Hey. Yeah. yeah, I've always been tempted to direct theater, but also terrified because you have to let it go, <laughs> and yeah. I can't let it go. Yeah, uh, I'm the same. So that, that's why I have the two. I have the two to trust minds. actors. What is this? <laughs> yeah, can't trust actors. I have the film side where I control everything, and then the other side where I let go, and then I can be like, hmm, meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing, I want to do, once I finish the short, I plan to do, I really just sketches, realized, right? uh, sketches yeah. and shorts mm, yeah. and things because I really realized I'm not doing it often enough. So every time I get back to it, I'm kind of rusty, yeah. especially with dealing with actors. I realize I ramble and I'm just shit at that. So I need to just be doing that so regularly enough that I then yeah. start to build a permanent vocabulary. Yeah, the good thing now too is like I finally moved up, moved up to Brisbane. So like I'm yeah. actually here now so we can all just make our sketches. Like, yeah, do our yeah, things, yeah. Like, you have a crew. It'll be exciting. And I, and I want to like, I want to do like 
things to shoot in a weekend. And also yeah. we should probably mm. do the Wizard of Oz. We really should. Yeah, you should. We, we should, do, do we should film Oz, that yeah. alongside the black exploitation one, like every alternating weekend. Hey, that's mm. not a bad Because that's what the Wizard of Oz was as well. The Wizard of Oz was. The Wizard of Oz was <laughs> along. The Wizard. I thought you said the Wizard of Oz and, and no, I thought you were trying to make a reference to the, the fact wizard. that it and Gone with the Wind shot at the same time. <laughs> with, like, And they swapped yeah. directors. Every director got fired and swapped. No, but the Wizard, we were specifically writing that so we could shoot it on weekends. Weekends and it, mm. it, it was going to be trashy and, yeah. and kind of cheap and fun. We should fucking do that. It's basically sure. like a an Ozploitation Wizard of Oz. Day. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, we should still and do we, that. We can do that and not feel racist because we are Australian. Yes, that's <laughs> whereas exactly that's my right. big thing because I I don't want to do Karate Cop three, putting a chop to crime, if I can't get Andrew Vivana in because yeah. he is yeah. the reason I want to make it. If I, I will write like a first draft maybe with Katie and send it to him and look, look, if you're interested, I want you on board. I want your input. But yeah, it's I, built I for could, him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't do this by myself. Yeah. Because I'm a skinny white guy. Yeah. 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 And he's a seven you foot black like guy that, with What's an afro. that terrible movie where the guy pretends to be black so he can like take oh, advantage of one. affirmative action. Soul man. <laughs> oh, God, I, was, true. I saw that on a DVD shelf. I was like, what is this? I turned it over. I'm like, the front How cover is, this not is banned <laughs> everywhere. It's 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 insane. But I want to and I want to do a lot of writing features. I've got a couple like really cool yeah. specy yeah. things that I just want to write a spec, put it into competitions, try and put it up on the blacklist. Yeah, but you need like a couple of hundred dollars to do that. Just see how it goes. So, yeah, I'd like to write a feature. I want to build up to that point because like haven't moment, you written one? No, everything I write is short. I le- the mm. longest I've ever written, I think, was 15 pages, which was pizza. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the longest I wrote was like 107 pages, which was wandless, which was a piece of shit. Uh, I wrote a 100-page feature, and then most of my features are in the 80 to 90 range. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's safe. That's good. That's good. Well, uh, 92 was Red Curtain Hell, but then it ballooned to 102 in in rewrites but then oh, it was yeah. done in 90 minutes because yeah, it's just gonna a say, shit it's... ton of fucking dialogue yeah um what about the podcast what do our future plans for the podcast what do we want to see what do we want to do i kind of want to change it i want to do something with the format give something <laughs> yeah. int- i just don't know what yet but see, i really want to bring more uh filmmakers on board yes, just bring totally. them in and talk about their filmmaking process because uh everyone makes films differently like yeah. at the moment i'm editing a film uh from a director who they they shot for coverage they didn't really know what they wanted in the editing suite. And it's really interesting working with him in the editing suite because he's very willing to cut things. Mm. I was really impressed. There was like a whole two scenes where I was like, as soon as I, because uh, my uh, assembly was literally just the wide shots of each thing. And I brought in these two scenes and I was like, oh, these scenes are useless. They're going to be the first thing I cut. Cool. Moving on. And after the third draft I sent him, he was like, by the way, these two scenes, we agree. They're useless. We should get rid of them. I didn't even bring it up. I was like, fuck yeah. Let's delete shit. That's good. That's good. It's it's getting now to the point where I'm going to be cutting things that, and just sending it to him and go, what do you think? But still the fact that it's been like this to this point, it is really interesting. I'd like to talk to other filmmakers about their process. Mm. That's because we really want to get Rita and Joe on, but I know Joe's not really keen on it. Rita Rita wants to, but. Oh, that's good. I I really (laughs) I mainly want to bring Joe in because I'm in love with Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Chanel. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, Chanel. Uh, I've I've never met him. There was a time at Red Curtain Hell because when Red Curtain Hell had come out um, during the the premiere, I had seen The Killage. I hadn't seen Australians. I had been dying to fucking see Australians for ages, but it hadn't been released yet. Um, And I I I was so keen 
to meet him and I saw him over there. I was like, oh, nah, I can't, I can't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. Shane and I just see him in the shops. Uh, and fuck you. Him. Yeah, ran into yeah. him at JB Hi-Fi one yeah. time. Oh, just fuck you both. <laughs> like, I am honestly saying this, that each one of my films, uh, L plates and pizza deliverance would be nothing without Joe. Oh, Watching the behind the scenes. But and the behind the, the, the scenes VFX. on both the killage and... The, the Austra uh, Australians, it was like showing yeah. stuff where I'm like, I know how to do this stuff. I just never thought to use Actually, it in yeah, these ways. Actually, yeah, those behind the scenes, is the behind the scenes I've always loved. That it's very inspiring, sort mm. of like just very right into the Because they're people at our level. They're not like, oh, yeah. and I just got a techno crane in there. You're like, mm -hmm. well, yeah. obviously if you can get a techno crane, you solve the problem, but how do you solve <laughs> it when you ain't even got a fucking tripod, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a specific shot I'm trying to figure out in, um, uh, in my romantic drama where I'm like, oh, how can I do this in the location yeah. that I want? Because I I figured it out. I could do it with the pocket jibs we have at JMC. I could do it. It's really simple. But setting up the pocket jib and everything in that thing in my short time frame, would it be worth it for the shot? Or should yeah. I just go, okay, sticks, sticks, sticks. I could do this part handheld because it's after a very tense moment, but I specifically want, that the tense moment that I'm doing handheld to be cut by stills because yeah. it, it's a tense moment. Something shocking happens and it's that it's meant to be that moment where you feel like everything is still and you don't know what to do anymore. I want to have that feeling and then cutting to handheld right after it would feel awkward to me. Yeah. I don't know. Filmmakers, they're great. Yeah. But with more filmmakers, I want to try and see if we can get more like that recording, like like other, other stuff other than just us in yeah. the studio talking all the time. Because I yeah. feel like our audience might be getting a bit bored of our voices. Of course not. They love our voices. You love it, don't you? <laughs> we should um, just all change voices, change accents for next year. Something we spoke about on our um, episode with uh, Dr. Tess Van Hammett, um, doing <laughs> yeah. another female-centric episode yeah, female, but more, without more us. Without I, us. I would yeah. like to see what someone else does with our format <laughs> and just hear what they Invite have to Invite them say. in and be like, take the show. We won't even be Yeah, we'll do yeah. the opening and let them like talk. And discuss. I, I, I yeah. would I'd really yeah. like to That'd see. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, absolutely. Well, if you have any ideas for us, send us through. Yeah. You can contact us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at PicTrangers or email us at my emotionpicturerangers at gmail.com. Yeah. But I thought we'd end this week with our top five episodes of the podcast that we've done so far. Because mm. I thought this would be really interesting. Can I also say do. it's been a pleasure doing this for a year already. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm so keen to keep going. Uh, it's been all right. Uh, no. <laughs> I can't well, wait till it ends. <laughs> Next year, I'm being more angry. <laughs> Good. Um, I would like to. Have I thought. I thought to challenge myself next year to not be mean wasn't and that shady. your challenge this year it was <laughs> and i failed but i thought like literally like if i don't like a movie find an articulate way of but a less mean way of being like oh, it's fucking shit and terribly directed like i wonder if i can challenge myself to do that it'd be hard but let's see let's see what i can yeah. do i, I would <laughs> just to ruin you i would like to do <laughs> more like exposés on those bad films. But they're such a pain to watch. They're Not so if we watch them together. Yeah, we can rarely like, watch them together. No, yeah, we all live near each other now. Yeah, we so. all live near each other now. Chance and I are basically this. neighbors. We're yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. We well, more. we'll see. No I might. excuses. <laughs> oh, I feel like a sickness coming on that only comes on at convenient moments. For as I, I always say, the key to watching, as filmmakers, we should watch bad films because you can learn more from bad films than you can from fucking blockbusters. And when I say bad films, I mean cheap bad films, not Transformers bad films. I think you can learn more from great films, to Fuck be off. perfectly honest. I've uh, watched Citizen Kane three times. I still didn't learn shit. 
You know, I learned that Orson Welles is a cunt. His <laughs> <laughs> new film's out on uh, Netflix. But- Oh, it really? is The Other yeah. Side of the Wind, his yeah. new film, you know, years after his death, um, 40 years <laughs> his after. His last him. film was Transformers. I just remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so top five episodes yeah. of the podcast so far. Who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go first. Okay, Josh. Yeah, you I'm go. taking the manual. Um, my number five, because I'm not going to do honorable mentions because like, I love the podcast. No, I didn't have honorable so, mentions. Yeah. Uh, number five is the B-movie episode with Tim. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved Tim and that was one that I wrote up as well and it was pretty cool to yeah. like, I was like, oh, like Tim would be great. You've mentioned nothing, Tim. And I was like, yes, like it was very funny in that episode. Uh, no, that was also like probably the most fun I've had because I love B-movies. Yeah. Oh, it's great fun. Uh, number four was sort of more of our centric thing was the Golden Age of Action. Yeah. Like the one okay, we cool. did. Where, oh, I see. Yeah. I see how this is going. No, I, I, Just it, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. Um, number three was Super Mario Bros. 2, your episode. That you Thank did you. The pitch. That was very funny. Uh, I'm still waiting for you guys to do a new one. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll do pitch. my Omen one once I've like because yeah. I just haven't had the chance to sit down and actually write a pitch. Yeah. Because I'm so busy with my film, but once I'm done, I want to just like hardcore write shit. Yeah. Because I I reckon doing pitching episodes would be fun, and I've That's been sitting on my age. Kirby pitch for fucking months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been on your Nintendo Cinematic Universe. For yeah, that. and I can't do it until one of you guys do another one. Okay. Um, number two is Doctor of the Terrorist. That's- Third episode. The third. Oh, Doctors and Terrorists. Yeah. Yes, episode, episode three. three. That was also Mansour oh, episode was four. Sorry, episode four. Episode four, like Mansour. Yeah, that was awesome. Mansour's episode. Yeah, so good. And number one, I think there's no surprise from Festival Secrets. Yeah, from Festival Secrets. I took this one. Yeah. I'm going to so. Tess Van Hammett. Uh, yeah, our former lecturer, who's also amazing. So, yeah. Oh, she she is fantastic. Have, have you have you ever gotten feedback from her for, yeah. for a script? Yeah, she is. Oh, just amazing. Yeah. Um, I'll go next because yeah, I'm next. already talking. Uh, <laughs> I am not going to have film uh, film festival. Yeah, you said secret. that. Yeah, it is the best episode we've done. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to put it in my top favorite. It's also I mean, like honestly, our highest rated as far as also, I know. To be fair, any guest episode was always very awesome because like yeah. I love Peter. I loved like the one first episode. And it's just, mm. yeah, so many good episodes. Um, I will say though that that episode was my idea. So I take full credit. Uh, and yes. yeah. that was on my list until I realized that all the episodes on my list were the episodes that were my idea. So <laughs> got rid of that one. So it doesn't seem like I'm so wow. self-loving. Uh, my episode number five is our 48 hour film project episode. Cool. Oh, yeah. Also my idea, but um, uh, bringing them on to talk about honestly, what is the my process. favorite time of the yeah. year? Yeah. yeah. I love the 48 Christmas hour film and August. project. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and I really love talking about how other people do that. Uh mm. Episode uh, so number four was our episode elevator pitch. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really want to do another episode where we. Well, do gonna, we that's one of the ones that we're going to do. We're going to do a genre cops. Oh, thank God! Yes. Have so we awesome. even sent the genre cops thing, or have we got? It's, the in, genre? it's in the instructions in the book. Oh, in brilliant! The box that comes. Cool, 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 cool. And we'll get Zane C. Weber, special guest, to DM for <laughs> us. He doesn't know that, but he's <laughs> nodding, so he knows it now. Mm. Uh, number three, women first. Yep. Uh, I love that episode, and I really love. Uh, because that was really Ellen from and a, Rachel, are really Ellen good. and Rachel, Rachel from a writing side for characters. Yeah, I really want to see from a film crew side. Uh, my film, uh, my drama, romantic drama. I'm spe- I, uh, when I wrote the film, I specifically only sent it to women. Yeah, first off, because have was, you sent it to Ellen and on and, and, and no, Rachel? I really should have. You should. Ellen's off in LA at the moment, fucking studying oh, at USC. You know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, I take it back. Terrible episode. <laughs> no, um, I, I've sent it to who I wanted to be the lead actress and she's really keen. So I'm meeting up with her 
so she can help me with the script as well. And I'm specifically wanting a female centric crew. I've got a female DP who's fucking great. Very cool. see, you know, um, but yeah, see, seeing filmmaking mm. from a female perspective, as far as directing going, as far as crew goes, I'd really like us to explore yeah, that I think, more. Honestly, you got a really great choice for DP because I oh, worked yeah. with Gabby as well. And my, my little great. thing for our fan cinematography, which I think I mentioned before, but it's like, oh, mm. it's so good. Um, our second, ep- uh, number two, which is, was tough. I was tossing up with the, between the top yeah. two. Number two, Red Curtain Hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It was an interesting one to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I was terrified to listen to it. You see, yeah, Jeff was on as well. Like, yeah, ah. that, that was great because we got to bring on a professional person who breaks down films. Um, <laughs> and to get yeah. him to we break We need to get down. him on again. He was really, really Jeff good. is fantastic. Yeah, he just and said he's keen. I lo- so and I, yeah, I yeah. Him, so, yep. uh, yeah. And breaking down what is my favorite Australian film that I've worked on. Uh <laughs> Might also be the only, who knows? Um, but no, honestly, I really do love that film and I loved bringing, I, I want more people to see it, which is why we keep I mentioning do the code say every- at the end of every episode, yeah. now oh, available on VimeoOnDemand.com slash whatever. Uh, I'll do it at the end. Um, but no, honestly, I do genuinely like the film and it's one of those films that I, I want more people to watch independent films, whether they suck I, or not. I've, that was one thing that yeah. I was really proud of myself this year is I, sh- I went out and I showed up for, local filmmakers filmmakers i knew they do mm. screenings and stuff i'd show up i showed up to some local film festivals yeah. i worked on some things and i showed up and i was really glad that like even if i didn't enjoy the movie or whatever i was like i i put my money where my mouth was and did exactly what i would like other people to do for absolutely. me absolutely yeah. so, uh, and yeah. it's very rewarding you kind of get to see where you're at as well as exactly. where other people are at. So, uh, going to see Doctor uh, Lieutenant Jangles this year was You can go to fantastic. the 48 Hour cool. Screenings is a really good way to see local filmmakers and local actors. There were a couple of actors that I got in touch with. I'm like, you're fucking amazing. Yeah. I want to <laughs> work with you. I've, I've done the same. Mm. Um, and yeah, my number one, I think it's obvious. It was the best episode. It was Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario World. <laughs> Boom. And I've already said that I want to do more pitches. Yeah, that'll I be, I think that'll that's be a big the thing. World Titus over next year as well. Yeah. Excellent. Shane, my top, what's your five? top five. My number five is Film Fixes colon Super Mario Bros. Yes. Yeah. Which is so far, our, I'm winning. <laughs> which is our 27th episode. That we oh, did. You've got I've numbers. got the numbers, oh. yes. And I had to reverse it because iTunes lists them in the wrong order, like lists them in reverse order. So I had to kind of work that out. Uh, so that was specifically four. why I didn't put numbers because I went in and I was like, oh, they don't have numbers next on. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four is Unreal Full Colon Reality TV, episode awesome. 15, which was an episode that we kind of essentially planned as filler because we needed a topic that Chance didn't really know too much about so that we could sort of talk about. Because we both watched on, like, Unreal, yeah, Unreal recently. And, but yeah. it turned out to be one of our really articulate episodes. I actually really listen back. I'm like, that's a good solid episode. I know it was one that I wasn't even thinking about making a good episode <laughs> and it was a really solid episode. So I was really proud of that one. At uh, number three is episode three, a very corny Christmas. Cause it was awesome. the first one where we actually kind of got the hang of podcasting. Yeah. If you go back and listen to our true. first episode, we're like, <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a mess, but in a good way, in a charming, we, yeah, we were charming babies way. and now we're in our terrible mm. twos. Yeah. 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 Um, and a very corny Christmas was, and that's like Christmas movies are like one of my go-to favorite Christmas. Time. What are we going to do yeah. for Christmas this year? Uh, good question. I'm thinking like naughty Christmas. Ooh. So like naughty or nice and talk, talking about stuff like rare exports, 
uh, what is it, A Black Christmas and Silent right. Night and talking about some of those ones I thought would be an interesting right, one. Chance to rock out the fishnet. Um, oh, oh, my honourable mention is fil- Critics versus Filmmakers. I thought it was a really good guest, yeah. really well. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter Gray. Yeah. Uh, number two is episode 28, Queer Film. Yep. Awesome. We just got to riff. And I also like came with some personal revelations <laughs> about how like just how influential Robin Williams was to queerness. Like yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, that's really good. And that yeah. we got to be a little bit excessive and run over by like 20 minutes about <laughs> normal running time. Sure. When I want to talk about Halloween 6, we get up that we're running over time. Yes. If you want to talk about gay shit, that's fucking fine. Yes, the gay agenda. It's like item number 37 <laughs> after. Don't let people talk about Halloween 6. <laughs> uh, and the number one is Film Festival Secrets Ooh. with yep. Dr. Tess Van Hammett, episode yep. 41. Uh, I think it's our most articulate, it was most informative episode. I learned a shitload just Tess by brought doing so many it. notes. So I was like, oh yeah. my God. Was like, Tess is my favorite guest we've had. So I really <laughs> want to get her on for more stuff. We should get her on with the female one where we just- Oh, definitely. Let yeah. women run the show. I, I've honestly been trying to think of new episodes where we could bring Tess in. Yeah. Because I, I want to bring Tess in to talk about Honestly, fucking anything. She like, don't talk, want to waste she taught her. us like pop culture about any like anything. Mm, so yeah, you can do yeah. film theory, like auteur theory or whatever. She wants to yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited for what the future holds. Absolutely, everything. Future. A bit unsure, but also excited. <laughs> I was thinking as well. Should we do more commentary stuff? Yeah, I thought we should yeah. do a commentary episode where yeah. we record commentary on a movie that we're watching. That's but, fun. That's because a lot of yeah, movie centric podcasts yeah. do that, and we'd have some. We'd have some interesting commentary tracks. Like even because I was thinking, even when we're all together watching our horror, like watching Suspiria and stuff, and we're just like riffing on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. We, yeah, commentaries would be a very interesting episode to do. We maybe can do like a Halloween one of commentaries instead of having to do that many fucking movies in a month. <laughs> we do two of those, and then the other two are commentaries or something like yeah, that. Hey, that's that a are just idea. a little bit easier. Yeah. But that's all we have time for this week. Thank you guys for sticking around with us. If you've been around with us since episode one, or if you're just new to listening, go back and check. We've got some great things coming up. We'll do our top 10 of the year towards the end once everything's kind of come out and we've been able to see everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think we should do like a top TV one as well, especially because that'll be- a, Absolutely, a, a, yeah. This has I been a really so good- i watched so little TV. You've watched a lot of- You've watched more TV than movies. That's for sure. What, this year? Yes. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think I've just been able to talk about it more because I forget about all the movies yeah. I watched. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. You can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at Picturangers. And email us at motionpicturerangers at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore Anderson and on Letterboxd at 224 frames with the two and the four are digits. You can find me on Twitter at Sundance Katie or Caps and Letterboxd at Joshua Grieg. Why didn't you do 224 frames? I guess then it's 20 frames. 20 frames. Yeah, because yeah. you got the two way. Anyway, you can find me on Instagram at the Chancellor. That's C H A R N S T A R. It sounds how it's spelled, but also find me on Vimeo on demand. <laughs> yeah, I, I, could, I should have done it better earlier. That's Vimeo. Doc- oh, I mean, this is Ray Curtin Hell I'm talking about, obviously. Vimeo. You are in the movie, so technically. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can find me there. So that's Vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell. Use the code Pitch Rangers to get 20% off your purchase or rental. Well, thank you guys. And thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you again. We're not going to really take a break. I consider taking a break, but because we've had to record these all close up, we're technically getting a bit of a break anyway. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'm not getting a break. I'm shooting a film. Uh, But we shall see you all again next week. We have been the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. It's been a pleasure. And we shall see you for our next year's worth of adventuring and rangering. And maybe finally we'll do an episode about Becca. (laughs) Exactly.
life admin. Yep, it even sounds boring. No wonder it goes on the long finger. But when you do get round to it, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. You really never know if there's a better option unless you look into it. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, get in touch and find out about switching your mortgage to us. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.